Hello everybody and welcome to the show. You are listening to me, Natalie Miller-Snell, and this is Seize the Day. Thank you so much for joining me. Great to have you here. Now, in today's show, I am airing a rerun of a show that I, I put out two years ago, well, practically two years ago, just shy of two years ago, in 2020. Now, the year that COVID hit. So the show is all about resilience and how to bounce forward or bounce back, however you would like to to view it. And what's fascinating, I have just listened to the show. Um, I wanted to hear the content before I, I put it out. And it's so valuable and it's so relevant even in today's world. And I imagine it will be relevant in years to come too. But what's fascinating listening, you'll you'll hear my references to the current time frame of where we were at. But I found it really interesting to hear both the the tips and tools that I put in the show to help us back then that, as I say, are relevant now, but actually how I've used them in my own life over these past two years to help enable me move forward. So that's all I'll say for now. Enjoy listening into the show and I'm going to reflect on the end of it um, Have yeah, with my thoughts about my couple of years since this went out last time. So I hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody, how are you all? I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Thank you so much for joining me. So in today's show, I thought I would explore resilience. It's been something that's been on my mind a bit recently. Um, The world is so weird and it's such an odd place at the moment. Constant change is requiring a real strong ability to be resilient and bounce back. But I was thinking, you know, how do we do that? How does one bounce back and be resilient in such an unusual world? The wonderful thing is, you're already doing it. We're already doing it. We just don't focus on that enough and we don't celebrate it enough. So in and around resilience, let's first off look at our intentions, because I believe that plays a big part in helping us become more resilient. Now more than ever, we need to be clear about our intention because the world is that little bit more off than it, you know, it is usually. What is it that we actually want for ourselves and our family and our future and so on. If, if, if you ignore coronavirus and the elections and everything else, what is it that you really want and we really want? Thoughts play a huge part in our life. So we need to be crystal clear on what we're putting out into the world. And this is where positive affirmations are absolutely superb. I might actually do a new show on positive affirmations. I know I've aired one before, but I might put one out. Actually, I think the time time is good. So, yeah, looking at intentions, a fantastic way to understand our intention, our core motivators and our drivers is to look deep inside ourselves and ask some really important questions. What are my strengths? What makes me happy? If nothing was stopping me, as I've mentioned already, what would I like to be doing? How do I want to feel and what do I want? These are really great questions to ask ourselves and, you know, do them frequently as well to make sure we're still on track. Get them written down, create a collage or a vision board. Vision boards are absolutely fantastic. They really help with intention and give us a clear vision of where we want to go and it really supports with resilience. Now, for example, mine's right in front of me. It's right, I've got a a big uh, map just behind my my MacBook and on there I've pinned on my vision board so I see it every day unconsciously anyway but when I want to look at it it's right there right in front of me as a good reminder so if I have a bit of a wobble if I'm struggling something's knocked me or you know I need to pull on resilience and remind myself why I'm doing things it's right there I can see what I want to be doing 
And then I just ask myself or I think about, okay, what's next? How do I change this? And that really helps with the resilience. Because let's face it, life is really testing us at the moment. So it's good to be able to flex in and around it and have that longer term vision whilst remaining agile and resilient to what's going on in the immediate circumstances around us and whatever that goal might be. So for example, you know, I've started a new business during COVID. Brilliant. Who, who wouldn't do that? I mean, it makes total sense. But if I wasn't clear on why I was doing it, I would falter at the first bit of challenge. My resilience would take an absolute beating and I'd be asking myself, why, why am I doing this? I'd pull away and run off and I'd go and hide somewhere probably. However, I have immediate goals. I've got short-term goals, I've got medium-term goals and I've got long-term goals and a kind of five-year plan if you like. So my intention is really clear. I know I want to help people. I want to provide useful, positive, engaging support that I believe should be readily available for everybody, to be honest. And I want to help people. I want to help people tap into their own genius. And I'm going to achieve that through coaching. I'm going to achieve that through workshops and these podcasts and so on. So, you know, I'm really clear on where I want to be. And that helps me pick myself back up if anything stops that journey, shall we say. They're my core motivations, my clarity, my driver, and that helps me with the resilience. I'm able to adjust and I'm able to reevaluate. So let's put that on a smaller scale, if you like. I might not get a response to a request, an email, a call, something I'm offering, a post or so on. If my intentions weren't clear about where I ultimately wanted to be, and if, you know, I, I could allow that to really knock me and my resilience wouldn't be able to, you know, get up beyond it. It would take a beating and, you know, I've struggled to understand what's going on. Plus, I've got to thank my incredible support network around me who are no less than magic. And really, and having a coach actually really helps. It helps me maintain what my vision is and helps me pull out all the good stuff that I need to do. My own thoughts, my own goals, my own plans in order to get there. So you can kind of see the importance of intentions, which then help with the resilience. So looking at intentions, we can look at them in, in three simple steps, if you like. First off, being very clear, which I've mentioned, clear with the intent, without reason, a purpose or a vision. We're likely to feel that there is no foundation to work from in terms of understanding why we want to do something. So at the root of everything, there will be some form of intention. And it's important to ask ourselves what that is and focus on what our drivers are and write them down. Once it's written down, it's more tangible. The art of writing down really helps us learn, remember and appreciate why it is we're doing something. To write them down, it's really good, cathartic and, and helps in that process of being clear. Then visualise. Visualise yourself succeeding. I've talked a lot recently about visualisation and the importance of it and how much it can help. So if we were to get a knockback, our resilience will be able to bounce back quicker and we can pick ourselves up quicker because we can visualise what the end goal is going to be and where we want to be. And we, you know, we know we can get there. And then remaining open is really, really, really important to let go of the confines of the believed or specific plan that we had in order to get to our goals and rather trust the wisdom of uncertainty which probably sounds a bit a bit unusual when I often encourage being planned. However, I also talk about having a contingency as well in terms of not everything goes as we think it will. And it's about being open to that and being receptive to that, being open to what might come our way 
you know, I've had some incredible guests on the show who talk about this very thing. They talk about doing what your gut tells you, listening to your gut, because we often know the answer and we need to trust it. Our intention makes sense. However, sometimes the journey to get there might not, you know, and this is where a plan comes in, but you might need to reevaluate the plan. But we should do it anyway. Being open to what the universe offers us sometimes and walking through that door, saying yes. And being patient as well, that really helps with resilience because if something doesn't work out immediately, we might want to walk away. But being patient helps with us bounce back and say, okay, you know, this isn't going to happen overnight. Some stuff really does not take, you know, it's not an overnight job. And, you know, this is where resilience is really key. The world has really made us all reflect and review our goals and our journey to them. And to quote a video I saw um, Dr. Andy Cope recently, he posted, I think it was on LinkedIn, I can't remember. He talked about, you know, the goalposts haven't moved because of COVID. They've been burnt to the ground. And that's so true. So it's, you know, what do we do in order to still get to our goal and, and try a different path? We need to take stock, we need to review and we need to keep going. And if we know what our intentions are and our end vision, that helps us massively remain you know, resilient to carry on. We know what the end goal is. You know, we've got a really strong idea of what we need to do to get there. We've had to tweak it a bit. Maybe it's, do you know, what? in this case, maybe it's reaching out and contacting somebody for help. How foreign is that for all of us? Actually asking somebody to help and support and they will be there for you. They will help out. Everybody wants to support each other in, in, you know, all the time anyway, but particularly now. So to recap, in terms of helping ourselves be more resilient, there's a lot to do with intention. So be clear with what it is that you want to do. Visualize it and be open to how that path might change in order to get there. That's how we'll help with our own resilience. Trust your senses. Be honest and kind to yourself. Find images that suit you, create the vision, make the vision board and detail out of plan of how to get there. However, remain open to work with what presents itself and trust that journey. Right. Well, what did you think of that? I hope you got some great tips in there. For me, it was, well, do you know what? I feel like a different person since two years ago. It's really quite remarkable even listening to how I articulate things and, you know, the kind of things I was thinking about back then, how I've consolidated my own thinking, my own feelings and my own thoughts around coaching, but also approach to life. And also as well, I'd be so curious to get your thoughts on the, the content, because for me, it's such valuable and fantastic insights into how we can help enable ourselves to continue despite adversity. There's the intention there and the clarity around why we are doing something. And this is a topic I focus on a great deal, the purpose, the finding the purpose behind why we're doing it. What is our why? What is, what is it that we want, are committing to? And once we know that and we're clear and we have clarity about why we're doing something, it helps us to continue to be resilient. I've still got my vision board up, up my vision board, my vision board up here. It's, it's updated, it's new. I review it every year and I update it and I've got clarity behind what it is I want to do, why I'm doing it and where I'm going. On my whiteboard to my right-hand side, I've got a more detailed approach to the vision so I can then chunk it out to make the steps sustainable and achievable and I review those. 
So there's something really powerful in having intention to help us with resilience so we can, you know, find the alternative routes where and if needs be. And visualising it. I recently was guest speaker at Backup, a spinal cord charity, incredible place. And I visualised the success of the, the speaking event and it happened. So it is incredibly powerful to visualise. Always recommend that. And then the big one, remain open. You know, things change. I'm looking at different paths that I might walk down in the coming months to support the development of NMS coaching, plus also myself. So it's being open to what presents itself to us. Absolutely brilliant. And I would so love to hear your thoughts re-listening to that back. If it's, you know, you're re-listening or if it's the first time you're listening to it, what are your thoughts around that content and how it can support you? As always, if you've got any thoughts or any suggestions on this show or any others for that matter, please drop me an email. I'd love to hear from you or come and visit me or any of my social platforms and let's say hi and catch up. And if you're curious about coaching or anything that I've got in terms of offers, please visit my website, nmscoaching.co.uk. Or again, come and find me on social media and we can catch up that way. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in as always and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care, look after yourself, keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to seizethedaysimplecast.com for all of my other shows. If you're interested to hear more about coaching, please visit nmscoaching.co.uk If you'd like to chew the fat over some of the topics in these podcasts, please come and join me at my Facebook group, Dare to Be You. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening.